0: and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice.
2: But before we join Superman, listen. And now to our story. Shot in the back with a silver arrow by Jimmy Olsen's unknown assailant, as he was about to reveal the identity of the man whom he had been hiding in the ghost town, hopeful Jake, the aged prospector, is rushed back to Tumbleweed's Ranch unconscious. The following day, Clark Kent, together with Jimmy, Tumbleweed, and Mary Lewis, went back to Dead Man's Gulf to help Mary find the fortune hidden there by her grandfather, a legendary western Robin Hood known as the Silver Arrow. Their final clue led them to a place called the Cave of the Buffalo Bones, where Kent and Tumbleweed are now searching for the treasure. Meanwhile, in the weather-beaten building that was once a hotel, Jimmy and Mary saw a dust-covered portrait behind the sagging bar. And as they looked at it... The eyes and the painted face began to move. Mary became hysterical and Jimmy escorted her back to the ranch. We join them now as they talk while waiting for the doctor to report on Hopeful's condition. Listen.
3: I guess you feel mighty proud that your grandfather was the silver arrow after hearing about all the swell things he did for people out here. I
2: am proud of him, Jimmy.
3: She was, Mary. Wasn't it a lucky thing you found that letter in your mother's trunk? Well, maybe you'll be a millionaire or is it millionaires?
1: (laughs) I don't know that I'll be either one. After all, we haven't found anything yet. And for all we know, if there ever was a buried fortune, somebody else may have stumbled on it long ago. Oh, gosh,
3: that would be awful. Do you think Dr. Mallory's coming out of those rooms. I sure hope he's got good news. How is he, Doctor? Will he live?
1: Yes, I'm sure he will.
3: Oh. Thank
1: heaven. May, may we go up to see him now, Doctor? Mm, I think so, but please
3: don't stay long and don't let him talk much. It'll power. No, we'll just stay a few minutes. Come on, Mary. Oh, goodbye, Doctor. Goodbye, oh, goodbye Dr. Dr.
0: Mallory.
1: I All right, Evelyn. Remember what the doctor said about yeah, the... Yeah, I won't make him
3: talk. Hello, Hopeful.
4: Uh, howdy, Evelyn. Howdy, Miss Mary.
2: Hello, Hopeful. How do you feel? Uh, I
4: feel like I've been skewered and readied for a barbecuing. Yeah, but it takes a lot to kill a McGarity. That's what I am. Is that
0: your
4: real name? Yep. Jacob Francis McGarity. That's my full handle. But folks never called me nothing but hopeful.
3: Well, that's because you're always hoping to find gold, isn't it?
4: Yep. Always hoping to find something what folks say ain't.
3: I think you'd better leave now, hopeful. The
4: doctor. No no, 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 Wait. I got something to tell you. It's something important. Especially to you, Miss Mary
3: important to
4: me? Yeah. Oh, but he can keep until later. Dr. Mallory's... No, no, making... I don't give a hoot what that old sawbone said. i I got to get this off my chest now. I've been doing lots of thinking whilst that angel of death has been trying to make up his mind about me.
2: What's troubling you, hopeful?
4: Like I told you last night before I was tugged with that silver air, I've been hiding a man out at Dead Man's Gulch for many years.
3: Yeah. You were going to tell us who he is. No, I'm, I'm, I'm coming to that. Oh, I'm sorry.
4: I got to talk kind of slow, because he's got all of my natural strength. Well, this here yarn goes back many years, to the days just before the silver vein give out up at the dead man's Gulch. One night I was a- sitting in my shack, eating my supper, when I hear a horse coming along slow like I hear it stop, and then a hombre staggers up to my door, and before he gets to knocking, he folds up like an empty green sack. I
2: drag him into the shack. While the wounded hopeful oh, recounts there's... to Jimmy and Mary a story that will reveal the identity of the mysterious inhabitant of the deserted mining town, Kent and Tumbleweed are standing in front of the cave of the buffalo bones near Dead Man's Gulch, trying to solve the riddle of the third silver arrow.
4: Well, that's the fourth time I shot an arrow through that dang slit in the rock. And we ain't found nothing yet. That is nothing but an empty hole in the floor of the cave.
1: I know, Tumbleweed. I know. I
4: can't figure it out. Mr. Kent, are you sure we followed them directions like it says in that poem? Sure we did. It
1: says face seven to the south. We did that, didn't we?
4: Yeah, that's great.
1: All right, now, then face the east. Well, that's east where you've been shooting, isn't it?
4: Yep. do we?
1: Maybe it's the last part that's got to stop.
4: You mean about shooting this arrow where the sun shines least?
1: Yeah, sure. You see, whoever wrote that message neglected to say what time of day to shoot this arrow.
4: Don't get you, Mr. Kent. What's you driving at?
1: Well, don't you see, Tumbleweed, the position of the sun keeps changing all day as it goes from east to west. That means it may shine least in different places as the hours go by.
4: Well, I'll be hogtied. I'd have never thought of that. Does that mean i got to stand here and shoot this consarned silver arrow at different shady spots till sundown?
1: I'm
4: afraid that's the only way we can... Ep- uh, hey, what was that? Sounds like somebody yelling help. Well, there it is again, coming from the town.
1: sounds like Jimmy. Come on. How can it be Jimmy? He's back at the
4: ranch with Mira. Well,
1: he's supposed to be there, but that's his voice. He must have come back for some reason. He stopped yelling. Something's happened to him. Come on. came from in here.
4: It is Jimmy.
1: Take your hands off that
4: boy. Why? Oh, well, I'm choking the lad. I said
1: take your hands off. There. Stand back to me while I keep this man a No, Why?
4: It must be the fella that tried to beat up Jimmy last night.
1: Yes. Who are you? What are you doing
4: here?
3: It's none of your business. Get out of here and let me alone. I, I don't like snoopers. You Tell us who you are or we'll Wait, turn you... Mr. Kent, don't do anything. I know who he is. Oh, no, nobody know who I am. I don't believe nothing nobody says. Just go away and leave me alone. Jimmy, how do you know who this man is? Who told you? That's what I came here to tell you. What do you mean? I was looking for you in Tumbleweed in here when he came in and grabbed me before I could say anything don't to him. I don't
1: believe nobody. Go away. let me alone. I don't... I don't, I don't he, uh... He faded. Yes. Poor old fella. Too much excitement, I guess. Now, I'll put him down here. There we are. Shall I go get some water? No, I don't think so. You can't need any, Jimmy. He's coming around, all right. Jimmy, tell us
4: who this homie is before I bust wide open.
1: Well, his name is Bart Cummings. Bart Cummings? Why, isn't that the name of Mary's grandfather? That's who this man is, Mr. Kent. What? Then he... He's the Silver Arrow? Why, that can't be possible. The Silver Arrow died long ago. Mary said they hadn't heard from him since long before she was born. Where'd you get
3: this information, Jimmy? Hopeful told Mary and me about it less than an hour ago. He told how this man came to him one day, half dead from bullet wounds, How he nursed him back to health.
4: Then what's he doing here, and why is he acting crazy like
3: well, Hopeful says Mr. Cummings sort of lost his mind after his accident and couldn't remember where he'd buried his fortune. But he did remember that he had a fortune somewhere. Yes, so Hopeful, hoping the silver arrow would someday find all that money, kept him hidden out here where he spent all his time searching.
4: And that's why old Hopeful got so darn rambunctious when we come out here to look for silver arrows.
3: Silver arrows. You better
1: find silver arrows.
4: That's it. We've got what he's looking for. The
1: silver arrows that point to his buried treasure. Silver yeah uh, Here. Where am I? You? We're your friends, Mr. Cummings. We're going to help you find your treasure. Help me? Uh, how can you help me? As soon as you've had a rest, we'll show you the three silver arrows you set out long ago to help locate your
2: treasure. Then we'll
4: help you find it. You it. Well, here's my new car, motor running and ready to go. Uh, get in, Mr. Cummings.
3: Jumbleweed, I don't exactly know how to thank you. But taking care of my granddaughter
4: Mary and for
1: everything else you
3: done.
1: I can't tell you how grateful I am, too. Oh, It's
4: okay, Silver uh, Mr. Cummings and uh, Miss Murray, but don't thank me. Mr. Kent and Jimmy and Hopeful have done everything for you. Uh,
1: Hopeful is the only one who really did a lot for Mr. Cummings.
4: Uh, you don't thank me plenty. That bag full of silver dollars ain't exactly no horse fodder. <laughs> uh, you
1: certainly look elegant all decked out in your new mail-order clothes. Mm-hmm. You sure do look prosperous, too. Mm-hmm. Uh,
4: you reckon I do, sure enough?
3: I certainly do. Ain't no use saying no more now. I reckon I can't never say enough to show
4: you all how I feel inside. Oh, it's not nothing at all. We had us lots of fun of doing what we did. Hey, Jimmy?
1: Huh? Oh, yes. Why, Jimmy, what's the matter? Haven't you got anything to say even about Tumbleweed's new car?
4: Yeah, Jim. Ain't you going to say nothing about being the first to ride in it?
1: Oh, sure. Yeah, it's swell. I'm afraid Jimmy feels pretty bad about leaving here, but no more than I do, believe me. Why? Right.
4: I know, Jim, lad. Can't none of you feel no worse than me, but you will be coming back soon again, I hope.
1: Well, it's getting late, Tumbleweed. We'd better get going if we don't want to miss that train. I
4: reckon you're right, Mr. Kent. Come on, Hopeful. Get aboard. No, no, I ain't going. Hey, hopefully,
1: Hopeful, ain't you going to come oh. and see me off or... Gonna kind of miss you, you ornery old coyote.
4: No, no, I can't go. Got work to do. Work? What kind of work? Why you can't do anything in those shiny new clothes? I sure can. I got to go back to panning for gold in the creek. You can't never tell when I'll strike a bonanza. But you know, nobody's never found no gold there. Well, that ain't nothing. I can keep on tanning and hopin', can't I? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Goodbye. Goodbye. And so, with hopeful Jake returning to his hopin' and tanning, the mystery of the silver arrow is cleared up. Mary takes her aged grandfather, who has recovered his sanity as well as his fortune, to live with her in the East, as Jimmy and Kent... Return to the Daily Planet, where another, even more thrilling adventure awaits them. Don't fail to tune in again to hear the start of a new, exciting story with Superman.
0: Don't forget, tune in again for the next thrilling episode with Superman. Hey.